How's it going, everybody? Here to do a review for the movie Nimona on Netflix. And uh, here's, you know, here's the deal. Usually I uh, try to keep my reviews usually spoiler free. But you know what? This is on Netflix. You can literally pop it on anytime. So we're going to do the sort of old school and we're going to do non-spoiler thoughts first and then uh i'm gonna go into spoilers so um you know just because um you know normally i I separate it out you know sometimes or whatnot um but uh but i really i really want to talk about this movie so um we're, we're, we're we're gonna do that um so Here's my non-spoiler thoughts. If you are a fan of animated movies, um, if you are pro uh, LGBTQ+, um, if you are in agreement that we need more queer stories, this movie's for you. Um, this movie is beautiful in every which way of the word that is all i can say without spoilers the last thing i will say is bring tissues um if you're a softie like me if you're not a softie who knows you know leave it to your own discretion but if you're a softie like me bring tissues um um and full disclosure I told a friend this earlier after I got done watching it. If Across the Spider-Verse didn't come out this year, right now this movie would be my number one movie of the year. The only movie ahead of Nimona right now is Across the Spider-Verse. This is one of the best movies I've watched this year so far. Watch it. 10 out of 10. That's my quick review. Now, for everybody else who has either already seen the movie... Or you don't mind getting into the nitty-gritty and spoilers of it all. This part is for you. Um, I'm counting down. Once the countdown is over, you're in spoiler territory. You've been warned. Three, two, one. All right. Spoilers. Holy shit. Um, I liken this movie to Edward Scissorhands in a lot of ways. Not in the specificity of it um but in the sense that it deals with the idea of othering people of treating people because they're different um and it is so poignant for everything that's going on in our country here in america right now um and really i'm sure other parts of the world too because there are there are other countries as well that are not welcoming to people who are different um this movie tackles that subject and it tackles it so elegantly and so beautifully it's fun it's hilarious um like for about the first half the first half of this movie you're 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 this movie does such a brilliant thing where um 
well, well, let me start at the beginning. You know, the movie starts, and it is rapid fire, just shooting out information, giving you the backstory of the world, the lore, um, the, the like, the the main characters you're going to be following. And right up from the get go, I'm like, holy shit, this is a lot. I like, I don't know about this. Like, it, like, like little funny uh, quips here and there. Like you could like from like from the first 15 minutes of this movie, you're like, ah, this is going to be one of those movies. It's very quippy. It's very funny. It is absolutely one of those kinds of movies. And and I'm not going to lie, like from the get go, I'm like, I don't I don't I don't know what I'm going to I don't know what I'm going to think about this. You know, I wasn't writing it off or anything like that, but I'm just like, hmm, you know, I'm just like, hmm, this is interesting. Um. And then it gets a little bit further, and it reveals that the two knights in the story are in a relationship together. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, here's where the queer love comes in. Oh, it's like, I love it. It's like, it's it's wonderful. But then the, inc- the inciting um, incident happens. And I was like, no! <laughs> it, it, like, it had me hooked in, like, what, what the hell is going on? But going back to what I was saying before, for like the first half of this movie, you are very quickly introduced to the characters, introduced to the idea that these two knights are in love. The the inciting acts incident happens. Then you're introduced to Nimona. And from the moment Nimona comes in to the picture, it's just bonkers crazy. Just the humor, the laughs the just there's so much going on that it's a lot but what this movie does so well and I was so surprised at is there's so much character development happening without it actually feeling like character development like you just have these two individuals that are spending time together they're kind of stuck in the situation together and it's just there the buildup of their relationship isn't paint by numbers it isn't this i've seen this in every you know animated disney movie a thousand times or you know or whatever you know it's like again it just it happens so organically you know these two people are just in this situation together and they're conversating they're trying to figure one another out there, you know, all of these different things. And then, like I said, it gets, like, just past, I would say, halfway through this movie. And then this is sort of where the movie makes its first shift. And, you know, because... I mean, look, we're in spoilers, so I'll talk about it. You know, like... Because I think it's interesting that the from the moment Nomoda meets... Um, I just forgot the big character's name. Hold on. Let me... I should have had this up already. And I didn't. Um, Ballister. From the minute Bal... Um, when, from the moment Nimona introduces herself to Ballister. And she's, like, wanting him to be this, like, evil villain. And and all this kind of stuff. And, and she's she's wanting to be, like, you know, the, the evil sidekick to somebody. And she sees him as this like perfect opportunity to to have that due to how society has treated her and the and the corruption and 
all of these different, you know, all of this different stuff. And, and you know, we don't even really know um, the specifics of her story yet. We don't get that until, like, near the end of the movie. But, but you know, and we don't even really know who she is or what she's capable of even at this point. It's just interesting that you have this girl coming up to, to Bal and expecting this of him and it it creates this really weird interesting dynamic where you know he's just like no i'm not i'm not a i'm i'm not a like i'm not a villain i just i just want to clear my name like that's like i didn't do this like that that's all that that, that's all i want and then and then again you get like to this halfway point in the movie where you know baluster finally kind of realizes that no one is going to listen to him. And that's when, like, the, that first time during that standoff between him and, um, Ambrosius, um, you know, where, you know, he kind of gives in to her, like, um, her deviousness, you know? Um, and then from, and then from there, it's just, it just takes what was already great and just exemplifies it from then, you know, because then, you know, we have Ambrosius, you know, being told one, you know, one thing, you know, we have this whole scenario where, you know, they come back and, well, this happens first, you know, they, they come back and they, they record that, that footage of the director all of this stuff happens but then you know um you know we have this moment where Ambrosius confronts Ballister and you know he starts telling him that Nimona is the one that's the danger and then that's sort of where we 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 have him confront her and then we get to see her backstory and I sobbed like a baby seeing her because I knew what was coming. I like I I knew what was coming, but it I could not stop myself from feeling certain things. And then you know, you have all of this confusion with our characters because at least on the part of Nimona and Ballister and Ambrosius, none of them are bad people. They're just, they're caught up. And or, or even, in, or even in the jock douchebag night guy, like, you know, he, he saw things, you know, um, you know, the way that, uh, you know, the, the, the way he was taught, you know, how society brought him up and stuff, you know, and, you know, and even I think at the end of the movie, that that nod of the head that he kind of gives them is sort of that like you know that sort of understanding, you know, um, which is really which is really great. But you know, but we have this moment where like you know the, the our three like people that we've mainly been following are just all like all over like all over the uh, all over the place. And to have this moment where Ballister, you know, is, you know, which 
number one, how the fuck did he get up on that statue so quick, like quick and, and like, like, but anyways, but you know, him standing up on that statue, putting his hand on her chest. And then when she sees him and really sees him and then transforms and they're hugging and embracing, like that is such a sweet, tender, beautiful moment, you know, um, you know, and I think this movie is such a great allegory or the story, like, it really makes me want to go back and read the graphic novel or the, or whatever, you know, the source material for this. I can't remember whether it's a comic book or a graphic novel, but whatever, but the the story, I, I really do want to get the story and read it sometime because I want to know all the things that were left out of the movie version because I think it's so... And even maybe they changed some things, you know, who knows? I mean, um, I've seen um, different things for different people that watched it over the weekend. Um, Some of them say it stayed pretty faithful. Some of them think it wasn't very faithful. So there's not really even a consensus among fans with that. So um, I want to read it for myself to, to know. Uh, because I know if the movie is this beautiful, I can only imagine what the source, what the original source material is like. Because, you know, again, this, this whole story just goes back to this, like the dangerous, the dangers of othering a group of people or even just an individual that you don't understand, you know, I think is, is dangerous and it's sad, you know. Um, you know, people are so afraid of things that they don't understand. And in, you know, especially when you're talking about like, like, let's say Nimona came from a whole group of people that were still around, you know, it, it would be one thing you know, well, let me go back. I'm trying to say two things at once and my tongue just, my, my brain just doesn't know how to do that. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say this first. Imagine there being like a whole clan of like changelings or whatever, whatever. I forget, like, I forget if they say, um, what kind of species Nimona is, but, but with that ability, it's what could be what could have been man's greatest alliance can turn into man's greatest enemy. And you have no idea what's going to happen in the future. And it's so dangerous to make enemies where there shouldn't be any. It's okay to have different ideologies. It's okay to disagree with one another. But when you try to other a group of people, when you try to make it where they shouldn't even exist or be around, that is your tall tale sign of who is in the wrong. But what makes this story even worse is Nimona is the only one. You know, Nimona is the only one that we're introduced to with this ability. And because of the village not, you know, understanding, you know, they just push her, they push her away. 
uh, well, even more than that, they want to kill her. They want to, you know, they want to get rid of her. And that is such a horrible way to treat another person and to look at life through. That's such a horrible lens to look at life through. I just, I was, I was blown the fuck away by this movie. It is a 10 out of 10. And going back to what I said at the beginning, like, look, if Across the Spider-Verse hadn't come out this year, Nimona would be my number one movie of the year so far. We'll have to see if it stays in number two. We've still got a bunch of big, heavy hitters coming out this year that I'm looking forward to. I'm hoping to see Indiana Jones soon. I haven't gotten to see that yet. You know, I haven't seen Guardians yet. I haven't seen Flash. You know, um, my number one anticipated movie of this year is coming out in a few weeks, and Oppenheimer. I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan, so uh, we got Dune at the end of the year, Dune Part 2. We're just going to have to see where this lands on my list come the end of the year, but right now, it's number two. And every movie that I watch after this is... It, the, the, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to beat. Um, you know. Um, it's also going to be interesting to see how much longer the Michael J. Fox documentary stays on my top ten list. Because right now it's in third place. But if there's a shit ton of good movies that come out this year, I might, I might take it off the list. Because um, I normally don't put documentaries on my top 10 movies list but um senior that talked about the um the downies that was a break in my rule and now still is another documentary break in my rule so we'll, we'll we'll have to we'll have to see we'll have to see what happens it's just this year has got a lot of really good movies coming out and it's it is a stacked year so that is my review for Nimona. If you want a really great animated movie to watch, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, you know, with that ending at the end, who knows? I don't know if we're going to get another one or if they're just going to end it on that. But this studio that made this movie, I don't know if they're the same studio that did Klaus or not. Or if they've done any other movies. But I want to see them do more movies because this was fucking amazing so hats off hats off to team Nimona. just damn like i knew this movie was probably going to be good given all the people that i follow and what they've been saying about it on twitter but i didn't expect it to be that good but it is it's that good thank you for listening and i'll see you guys in the next podcast peace out